and welcome back to the Megan Till Midnight podcast. I'm your host, Megan Roshak. Today, we are going to be chatting about personal style and how we can define our own personal style and aesthetic. I thought I would open up this conversation since this is a journey I am currently on, something I've been really thinking more about, and an area that I think I've been able to make a fair amount of progress in. So I wanted to chat about some of the things that I've been doing to better define my style, as well as tips that I've kind of curated from the internet, from different fashion bloggers, and tips that I just found really useful and that really resonated with me. So hopefully they resonate with you too, and we can kind of open up this conversation and be on this style journey together to finding our aesthetics. This idea did come to mind and was a bit inspired by the fact that I had Ketch's co-founders on last week. So Ketch, if you didn't already know, is an amazing styling service. Basically, you get text messages that are a one-on-one conversation between you and a stylist, and they recommend different pieces and outfits for you that they think you'd like based on this like little personality profile, and then they can also look on your Instagram and kind of see what you're into. So I've actually been using the service, and I've been really enjoying it, and kind of getting some of these recommended pieces has inspired me to think more about the pieces in my own closet, and some of the things that I own that I'm getting recommendations, and I'm like, oh, that dress kind of looks a little bit similar to like this dress that I have. Like, do I like that style? Is that something I really am in love with? Or... Am I looking for something a bit different? And I've been able to realize more what pieces in my closet that I really love, what pieces I gravitate towards through these texting recommendations, and then realizing what pieces I need to really elevate my wardrobe. So it's been great in that aspect. And also getting these texting recommendations has helped me to see like how I could potentially style looks. I know when I see like one of the recommendations I like, I'll click into the image And then usually they'll have a model, like let's say I click on, I just clicked on like a queen t-shirt and love this band tee. It's absolutely gorgeous, has like a fun, just light wash and this blue text on it. And the model is actually styled wearing like a little silk skirt with it. It's almost like a little slip skirt like that you would probably like be able to thrift in like the lingerie section of Goodwill, right? So it got me thinking like, oh wait, I have like a little slip skirt like that and then I could wear it with like this t-shirt. So it has been really great for that styling inspo too. So that's one of the first reasons why this topic kind of came to mind is because that's gotten my gears going. The second reason this topic came to mind is recently I was interviewed for a blog. So I was asked about how my hair, makeup, and fashion has changed from my freshman year of college to now I'm going to be entering my senior year of college. Now, I had to really think about this. Um, I My first instinct was to just like go back on my Instagram feed and see kind of like the pictures I was posting and like what clothes I was wearing and I went back through my camera roll too to kind of see I guess what my style was and what I looked like my freshman year compared to now and I definitely noticed some really interesting things about it and I almost had like a style journey without even being intentional about it. Now I am definitely being more intentional by creating Pinterest boards and all of that stuff which we'll get into later but there have definitely been style changes that I have experienced just naturally as I progressed through my college years. So to share some of these answers with you, 
in my freshman year of college, I had a much different style than I currently have. I didn't really do much with my hair. And I mean, I still currently don't do much with my hair since it is naturally wavy. For makeup, I pretty much did brows and eyes. Didn't do much else. This was also when like dip brow was getting pretty big and I wasn't so talented with makeup. So the looks sometimes looked a little rough. Sometimes they looked very put together. It kind of just depended on the day. Um, but I mean, hey, that was just the style back then. <laughs> My style was also more athleisure and business casual since I had a brand ambassador job with the Milwaukee Bucks. So if I was working for the Bucks on a particular day, I'd have to wear Bucks gear and more sporty gear. And then I also had a job like on campus in the front office. So if I was working there, like I had to wear like nice pants that like didn't have holes in them. Like they could be jeans, but they couldn't be jeans with holes. And I had to make sure to have like a blouse on or at least like a nice presentable top. So my style was super dependent on my jobs. And since I had quite a few jobs, it just kind of changed depending on that day. And two, I had jobs that I worked like different hours at. So it just kind of got messy with that. I didn't really, I didn't have a style that I could actually like choose. It was more so dependent on my roles. Another thing is I only accessorized with gold, like anything. It all had to be gold. I remember even purses. When I'd look at purses, if they had silver hardware instead of gold hardware, I would not go for it. But now a lot has kind of flip-flopped. So like I said, still leave my hair natural, but I do gravitate towards more of like the beach wave sprays to like put in my hair to kind of like complement that wave, which I've been actually really loving. I believe it's the beach waver beach spray. It is so good. So if you have wavy hair and want to put some in, it, it literally just looks like nice effortless beach waves. Or if you have straight hair, I'm sure it would work on you too. The first time I used it though, it put lots of volume in my hair. So just a warning, like probably if you take a shower and like spray it in your hair after you shower and then go to bed, like don't do that. Like instead shower in the morning and then put it in because otherwise your hair just gets super volumized while you have it in a scrunchie and it's not fun to get out of there. Anyways, and now going into my senior year, my makeup has also changed a bit. So I still stick to brows and eyes, but my brows are way more natural. I've actually been loving um, the Pixie Petra collab. Um, it's like a brow pencil on one side, but it has like an interesting shape to it. So it's not just a pencil and then it's a brow gel on the other side. Um, so you're really able to do those like hair-like strokes and it's amazing and the gel just keeps your brows in place all day. And I also have gotten my brows tinted since my brow hair was just super light and that's why I started doing dip brow anyways. But now again, my brows tinted like that has been an absolute game changer. I know depending on the area that you're in depends on like cosmetics codes. And if you're able to do that and if it's legal for them to perform brow tints, but I will say that just for men, like the beard dye, I remember that being like a super big trend and like beauty hack among like the YouTube beauty guru community, it does work. I will say from personal experience, I love using just for men on my brows to give them a nice dye. And definitely during like this quarantine time, since you can't really like go places or like you might still not really feel super comfortable with someone being like that close to your face, like breathing on you, doing the just for men on your brows works perfectly. And a classic cat eyeliner is my go-to and really has been my go-to for a while. 
I absolutely love it. Sometimes they're a little bit petite. Sometimes they're longer other days as I try to balance them out. I'm sure you know that game if you've ever tried to do a cat eye is one side will just get very thick and then you have to do that same thing to the other eye. But I mean, most days it typically works out without too many makeup wipes being sacrificed. And another difference in my beauty routine is I have way more of a focus on skincare now. So I do a weekly clay mask. This I try to keep to like Wednesday nights and do it like the same night every week. Doesn't always work out like that, but I try. I love Herbal Dynamics. They have like a clay mask that is just amazing. And then I also use a moisturizer daily and then especially like after the mask. So then you just can re-moisturize. I use one from UpCircle. And then every day too, I've been just getting into um, this cleanser from Versed, I believe is how you say their name, they're sold at Target. And all these brands are like all natural, cruelty-free, so like right up my alley. And the product performance is amazing. Yes, they do cost a little bit, but I think in the name of self-care and just really treating yourself, it just feels so good on your skin. And my skin has actually gotten so soft from it. And I can I can link all those in the show notes as well or chat about them on my Instagram page at Megan.Roshak. I think I already have on my personal page, but I can throw those up on my podcast page as well for you guys. And this is like a big difference compared to my freshman year where I didn't really care much about skincare and I would maybe occasionally do like a sheet mask. It just wasn't something that was in my daily routine or even my weekly routine. Another makeup hack that I have been loving lately and has definitely become more of a signature of mine is using tinted lip balms. So these are amazing. I love the Burt's Bees one. I think it's like maybe like more of like a rosy color. So it's like pinky, but like not like too red and it tints your lips so perfectly. It looks, it looks super natural, but it just gives you like a little extra color. Um, so I love doing that now. And like before I could not stand having like any type of gloss on my lips. Like it just would bug me and I'd have to remove it right away. I would also say style wise now, it's way more defined for me since my jobs, I mean, especially during quarantine time, I can wear whatever I want to work since no one's really going to see me. But my jobs are not like so randomized and at random times, like for all of my places at work, like I can wear business casual and that's like totally appropriate. So that's been really nice in keeping me to like keep my closet pretty curated to the things I like. I definitely have a more feminine style now, like not super into lots of athletic wear. I love a good legging day, but like other than that, and I really like experimenting with more prints now. I used to just wear a lot of like black and grays, but I've gotten more into like florals and like different prints and all of that good stuff. And I've also been gravitating more towards like pastel colors. So if you go on my Instagram, that's probably what you're going to see now is like pinks and blues and purples. And another funny just 180 switch is the fact that I literally only accessorize with silver now. So that has been quite the change, but I don't know. I just, I feel way more me now. And I feel like that's probably though me saying it now. I think like looking back to when I dressed how I did and like did what I did, that probably felt very me and authentic to me then. But now this feels like me and authentic to me. Another interesting question that I was asked that made me think a lot um, for this blog was 
why did your style change during the transition from like freshman year to going into senior year? Like, why did your style change? And my answer to that was there was a lot of different reasons for the change. So I believe that I've definitely gained more confidence through the years. And I started to alter style and beauty routines to more or less like enhance natural features rather than cover up or hide at all. So I think confidence has definitely played a role in like my comfortability with trying out different styles and just different colors and not being afraid to wear a print that's probably super noticeable. (laughs) And also I think the fact that I make a bit more now and like I'm not working the crazy hours that I did. I have more time and money to invest into style and self-care. Freshman year, I literally moved out on my own at like 18. So I was working a lot and I mean, I still work quite a bit, but the hustle was very, very real. So I didn't have a ton of time to be concerned with if Periwinkle or if Lavender was in for the day. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it feels good now to have the ability to treat myself to some like little luxuries that spark joy. And third, I feel like social media has inspired me to try a few different things with my style. I follow a lot of fashion and lifestyle bloggers. I mean, makes sense since I am a lifestyle blogger that I would be connected with a lot of other bloggers, but they have really inspired me to try out some different looks. And when I see a trend I like, then I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that out or I'm going to do that in my own way. So it's been great to kind of see that side of things and be able to express myself in that way with my style and fashion. But with all of that said, there are still things that I'm actively doing to get my style even more like nailed down and like perfectly edited to the point where if I'm like thrifting and I see a piece, I can be like, yes, 100%, that is my style. Or if I see another piece, I can say, nope, I'm not wasting the like $5.99 on that. That is not my style. And why I reference thrifting is because I big advocate for thrifting. I love thrifting and that's where I primarily like to shop. Um, also in addition to like TJ Maxx and Ross and like stores where I can get designer on a budget. But I love myself a good thrift find. But with thrifting, I also feel like it's super easy to just like buy things that you don't need because it's like, it's literally $4.99. You might not need this, but it's only $4.99. So why not? But I want to get my style just nailed down to that point where I am not going to be just tempted by the blue tag day. And I found three items that are only kind of my style, but they have blue tags on them and are half off. You get what I'm saying? So during quarantine, I've done a lot to really kind of focus in on my closet just because I've simply had the extra time. So I went through items and I would pull them out and say, does this spark joy? Yes or no. And that has really helped me the whole Marie Kondo method. I've kind of practiced it, not like entirely, like I haven't just like dumped my whole closet on the floor and went through it that way. I've left things hung up and kind of went through them like the, like a little bit cheaty way, but it's still been super helpful to edit out those things that I don't really love and are outfits that like I would wear just out of convenience because I knew that they looked like decent, but they weren't things that I felt my best wearing. So that's been good. And it has made me really realize like, okay, these are the pieces I feel super confident in. These are the pieces that I don't love. And 
also a color palette just kind of naturally formed as I was going through these pieces and I realized like, oh yeah, I do definitely gravitate towards more pastels now. So I'm just gonna roll with that and that is gonna be my color palette that I'm gonna have for my closet. And that also makes it super easy to weed out pieces that you don't actually love when you're shopping is if you have kind of that set color palette. And I also noticed the pastels, the florals, some tans and some different patterns were things that I was really into and like different textures too. So then it kind of gave me a vision for what I actually wanted my closet to look like. Another thing that has really helped me is Pinterest. So probably everyone will tell you if you're trying to figure out your style, create a Pinterest board. I know it probably sounds so cheesy and if you're not like a big Pinterest fanatic like I have become, then you're probably like not as into it. But I will say, give it the benefit of the doubt. It is amazing for defining your style because basically you can pick out like three outfit inspos that like you really enjoy. And then guess what? It'll suggest more pins to you based off of those preferences. And then you can go through the suggested pins and pick even more that you will most likely like. And I think that's super helpful, especially when I was just kind of like doing some more brainstorming, like, okay, I went through my closet, we did a ton of stuff out. Now, what is some stuff that I would like to bring into my closet that would really enhance and like elevate my style, elevate my confidence when I'm getting ready in the morning? So I've been able to really pinpoint like certain pieces that I've been pinning a lot and have been really attracted to. So I know that like longer skirts, like longer silk skirts, I have been so attracted to on Pinterest and I have been loving. So that's something that when I go to the thrift, I'm going to go try to get that. And I know I've been seeing a ton of YouTube videos that have really been inspiring me too. Even the Sorry Girls just did one of these videos and it's thrifting my Pinterest board. So people will kind of like manifest all of the outfits and all of the beautiful things that they want on a Pinterest board and then go to the thrift shop and try to find those things and like recreate the outfits, which I think is so fun and I definitely want to do it. And I think I might be doing that in an upcoming blog, but that's kind of where I want to get at, where I can use my Pinterest board as like a guide and like a mood board while I'm shopping to say, okay, like I like this piece of clothing in front of me. Does it fit my color palette? Check. <laughs> Will I feel confident wearing it? Check. Also the mood board. Does it give off the right aesthetic? Check. And I can kind of then do that checklist just to make sure that I'm bringing things into my closet that I actually really love. And I'll say it again, Catch has definitely helped to get that third person perspective. It shows me a lot of like the current things that are out on the marketplace right now, which you don't always get when you thrift. So it's nice to get like those stylized texts because I'm like, oh, these are items that then like I could treat myself to like a fun new piece that's like really nice and current in the marketplace. So I, I do really enjoy having that aspect where you can have a nice mix of these fashions are maybe like the more timeless things that I can like go and thrift and get and have as part of my color palette. But then your recommendations can, they can also become more timeless pieces, but they're also keeping up with like more current fashions too. So it's just, it's fun to have a mix of those. And then, like I said before, I've also been reading a lot of fashion blogs and trying to find a lot of different tips and like inspo on things to do while I'm on this journey of trying to define my style. And I wanted to share these things with you because I think they might also resonate with you and that we can all kind of learn from them. So the first one I'll share is from Catherine's Going Zero Waste blog. 
she gave the advice to dress for what you do and to have a closet that reflects that. I know a lot of people hear the saying, dress for success or, you know, dress for who you want to be. And I think all of those things are great and you should definitely like envision and set goals and for the life that you want to have. Like, I think that is amazing to do. But I also think that there is a part of your closet that needs to be realistic. Like, I could dress for being a supermodel, but like, I'm not a supermodel. Like, maybe on Instagram, I can pretend I am, but like, having a bunch of ball gowns isn't going to really serve me well when I need to go into the office and do my nine to five, right? So, like, I think, like, just getting realistic enough where it's like, what are the clothes I'm actually going to wear? What are the clothes that's actually going to be functional to me and that I'm going to feel good wearing day to day. So I think it's still good, obviously, to have those formal pieces. And hey, I have a couple gowns in my closet that I like to break out every so often. But those are for events. So I'm not going to have a closet full of those when I know that those are going to be more event-based and like things that I'll wear every so often rather than every day. I think this also helps you become a bit pickier with what you have in your closet and making sure that you're actually using your closet how you should. So I really loved Catherine's advice on that. Another blog that I really liked reading and I got some really great tips from was the Never Skip Brunch blog. So Kara Kara, I may be pronouncing her name wrong. I apologize if she ever hears this, but love her blog. <laughs> she said that fashion says me too, while style says only me. And that quote really stuck with me. Just the fact that like lots of fashion can kind of be just like fast fashion, whatever in the style in the moment, but your personal style is timeless and it is always yours to have. Like obviously there's going to be certain trends that yes, participate in them, like have fun experimenting with your style. That's the same thing that I do. But if it's a trend that it's like, do I like this because it's just a trend or do I like this because it's a trend, but it's also something that I enjoy. So I think it's that balancing act of like making sure it's still something that's authentic to you and that you can incorporate into your style. On the Never Skip Brunch blog, there was also advice given about finding adjectives that you would use to define your style. And I thought this idea was really interesting. I know you probably heard me say feminine as an adjective to describe my style, but there's a lot of other descriptive words that you can use to try to pinpoint your style and to really describe it. So she listed things off like colorful, polished, elegant, relaxed, statement-making, confident, simple, modern, preppy, bold, vibrant. I could go <laughs> through the whole list. But I think just pinpointing some of those and really defining what your style is, is super helpful. Because then you kind of have that same checklist, like I was saying. Like when you see a new top... You can go through your little checklist of does it match the aesthetic? Does it match the mood board? Does it match my adjectives? And is that is that what I want to wear and how I want to express myself? So I also thought that was great advice. And just in general, experimenting and having fun with it. Our style journeys should be fun. I mean, it, it shouldn't be too stressful <laughs> since you get to try on clothes, dress up, try a different style, see how you like it. And I think that's the moral of the story is honestly not putting too much stress on it because it will come naturally since it is authentically you. And that's something that I've learned along this journey as well, that like 
even when I wasn't even trying to define my style, it just kind of happened throughout the years from like my freshman year to my senior year. A lot changed, but it's all been very me. And even through like my like little goth phase, probably in like, I don't know, middle school or high school, like that style was still me for that period of time. Um, I mean, I'm happy I'm out of that now, but I think it's just interesting to go on this style journey and just realizing that it's ever evolving and that's completely okay. But I would love to hear all of your thoughts about defining style and your personal style. So you can feel free to message me on Instagram at Megan.Roshak or on the podcast page at Megan Till Midnight Pod. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts. And if there's any other topics you would like to hear discussed on the podcast... Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love it if you could subscribe and leave a rating and review. It really helps the show out. But thank you so much for listening, and I will chat with you all next, next week.